is morning prayer. I welcome you today. God bless you. I pray all is well with you. Well, good evening, Maricon, to you there in the Philippines. God bless you today. Uh, thank you for joining us. We are excited about uh, today because it's Wednesday. Uh, today is December the 21st. All right, countdown to the 25th. Um, so today is the 21st and it's Wednesday. It's the day we pray for those who don't know the Lord uh, in our lives uh, or those uh, that we don't even know. We pray to the Lord of the harvest about his harvest. And so I'm grateful for this opportunity to do that. As you uh, join, just say hello. Uh, and we, we'd like to greet you, like to know that you're joining us. Bless the Lord. And uh, it's always a good thing to come together with brothers and sisters of like precious faith. Always a good thing when we can get together with other individuals to pray, especially uh, because there is power in prayer. Uh, the effectual, the fervent prayer of a righteous individual makes tremendous power available and is dynamic in its working. Glory to God. So this morning I was reading, because uh, all week long we're talking about the birth of Jesus and praying uh, in line with that. And one of the verses that is why we have Christmas is John 3, 16. And so in John chapter 3, verse 16, uh, we know this verse well, but I'll read it out of the New Living Translation. Uh, it says, for this is how God loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so we thank God for this verse. We thank him for sending Jesus. That's why we have um, the uh, Christmas story. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you, Ivan. God bless you today. And yes, I do, uh, Maricon, I praise God for his peace too. Hallelujah. Thank God that he came so we can have it. And so in the verses before John chapter three, verse 16, Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. Remember that he was a Pharisee and he came to Jesus by night. Uh, he didn't really want anybody to know he was there. And so um, Jesus tells him, unless a person is born again, or born from above, they cannot see, know, be acquainted with, and experience the kingdom of God. Because remember, God is a spirit, and everything he does comes through our spirit. Uh, everything he does. And so um, it comes, and that's why we had to have a recreated spirit. Uh, we are internal, the internal, the real part of us receive the nature of God. And so uh, it was recreated, completely recreated when we received Jesus. And so now it's, we're born from above. And so uh, Jesus, this is how I look at it. Jesus, who was born from above, came down here to earth. And when he did, he was born in the flesh. And he did that so we, who were born in the flesh, could be born from above. Amen. That's the Christmas miracle. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, it started with his birth. Glory to God. And so, uh, it says here that, uh, we, once we are born again, then we can become acquainted, experience and experience the kingdom of God. 
We're no longer on the outside looking in. Ephesians talks about you were once outsiders. Well, we're no longer outsiders. We are now participators. We're part active participants in the work and in the moves of God. Amen. That's what we were born into. We were born into being active participators, uh, in the moves and the work of God. Hallelujah. And so this is why Jesus said, and we'll go there to John chapter in John chapter 14 and verse six, Jesus said to, and he said this to Thomas, he said, I am, there's that, there's that phrase. I am that tells us that Jesus is, and that he was, and he always will be. <laughs> It says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. And so he told him this. And I, in reading, uh, I looked these words at the way, the truth, the life uh, in the lexicon. And here's how this scripture would read. It says, Jesus is saying this. I exist, I am, and always will be the road or the way or path one passes to get to the father. I am and always will be the one in who the truth is summed up or impersonated in I am and always will be life real and genuine, a life active and rigorous devoted to God blessed. And he said, no one comes to or arrives at the father, the one from who life originates, but through me. Glory to God. Receiving Jesus isn't about receiving a religion. We've attached religion to it. Uh, man has put uh, their, uh, their, their, you know, rules and regulations and all that with it. But receiving Jesus isn't about receiving a religion. It's about receiving life the way God intended it for man and women to live on this earth. Receiving Jesus is, is about living the kind of life God has. And he's the creator. He's the one that sent Jesus. We celebrate the birth of Jesus. I don't celebrate any other gods or, or, uh, you know, anybody else's birth, uh, the way I do Jesus, the way we do. And you know, no, the date's not exactly right or anything, but that's the date we use for that. He was born. <laughs> and so this is the date we, we use, but we celebrate that because we know what it did. It was an open door for us. And there's no, uh, there's no religion that can, uh, manifest that or can make that happen. Receiving Jesus is not about receiving religion. It's about receiving the God kind of life, the life he intended, not just for a select few to live, but for every single person on this earth, for anyone who will believe they can have this kind of life. Amen. That's what this is about. And so when we pray today, because we're praying to the Lord of the harvest about his harvest, I like to read second Timothy and I like to read, uh, let me just go over there. Second Timothy, uh, chapter, let me see. I'm going to do, uh, uh, sorry, not second Timothy, first Timothy. I'm going to do, we're going to read verse one. Let's read one. I'm going to read a couple verses here in first Timothy. 
Uh, so it says, I urge you, first of all, this is chapter two, to pray for all people, ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. These are multiple ways that we pray for individuals. Uh, uh, Paul has given us here, pray this way for Kings and all who are in authority so we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases our God and savior. I want to please God all the time. And this is something that pleases him who wants everyone, not a select few, not the elite, not the rich, not, not the, just the poor, not just no, for everyone, for everyone to be saved and to understand the truth, to understand the truth. And it says, um, here it says, for there is one God. I want to read verse five. There is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. This is what his birth is about. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. And, and, and Paul says, and I've been chosen as a preacher and apostle to teach the Gentiles the message about faith and truth. I'm not exaggerating, just telling the truth. And that's what we're doing. We don't have to exaggerate this story. I mean, goodness, we don't need to do that. We just need to tell the story. This is an amazing story in itself. It's a miracle that God reclothed himself in flesh, in the form of a baby, an infant dependent on his mother and his father and came to this earth. And how, that was the, the beginning of our redemptive work. That was the beginning of it. If that didn't happen, we wouldn't have the cross. <laughs> we wouldn't have redemption. And so we thank God that, uh, we just, we thank God that we have it. So the truth, so we say, uh, Jesus is the truth. It said it right here. It says who wants everybody to be saved and understand the truth. The world talks about my truth or their truth. That's the only kind of truth. And it's not even the truth because Jesus himself is the truth. He is truth personified. He's truth personified. That's why this isn't about religion. This is about knowing the truth. If you don't know Jesus, you don't know the truth. You can't know or understand the truth. That's a bold statement, but it's the truth. If you don't know Jesus, you will never know the truth because he is the truth. And so, uh, he is, he, he embodies the truth. And he, that's the whole, uh, reason we go to him to get to the father. And so Jesus is the one people may have their version of truth, but unless you have Jesus, you don't have the truth. And so, um, while we're celebrating, uh, this week, uh, we're celebrating that Jesus is the truth. We're celebrating that he came in the flesh born again. So we could be born again in the spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I had to thank the Lord for that, uh, today, this morning, Jesus became, uh, came in the flesh. He was born in the flesh. So you and I could be born in the spirit. Amen. Because in order to understand or be an active participant, uh, 
in the kingdom of God, we have to be born of the spirit, born again or born from above. And so thank God that Jesus came. Thank God that he came in flesh so that way we could become born again and born of the spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Good morning, Maria. God bless you today. Hallelujah. All right, let's go before him. We're praying for his harvest. Amen. So we're praying to the Lord of the harvest. This is serious business. We are praying to the Lord of the harvest. Amen. Glory to God that he would send laborers. Hallelujah. Glory to God that he would send laborers to every nation, tribe, and tongue. Hallelujah. And for your loved ones, maybe they don't know the Lord, or maybe they knew him at one time and they're not walking with him. Hearts are changing. Amen. Father, we just thank you. So pray in faith with me. Father, we thank you and we give honor and glory to you. Today, we come to you as our father. And we come to you as the Lord of the harvest. We thank you that we have the opportunity to join with brothers and sisters of like precious faith online here this morning. We thank you for this. And we thank you that we are able to come together in faith and with great expectation, knowing what your word says. Your word says, we just read it in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4, that you desire that everyone be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. You desire that. And Jesus said, Jesus told us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is, and he always will be the way, the truth, and the life. And so we thank you. Uh, Father, for hearts that are being awakened to the truth, to the knowledge of the truth, just as our hearts were stirred and awakened, we ask, Father God, for those around us, that there would be a stirring, a stirring, a stirring of the hearts uh, around us, of the our loved ones, our friends, uh, people that we know, people we don't know, but that need to know you. We pass them maybe in the grocery store or wherever they are. We, we ask, Father, that the, their hearts would begin to awaken to you and to your spirit, and that there would be a hunger and a thirst after the things of God, a holy uneasiness, a holy and righteous uneasiness because the convictor, the Holy Spirit is working on them. (laughs) We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Even the ones who seem so far off, I thank you, Father God, that they are not too far for the blood of Jesus to to flow in their lives and bring them back. I thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father, for softened hearts, open ears, and open hearts to your word. And Father, this week, maybe we have the opportunity to sit across from them or sit beside them, help our lives to reflect Jesus, the truth, 
and so that they would see that there's more to the kind of life that God has. It's more than just religion. Uh, and they would see that in us because we're going to be good examples in what we say and in what we do and in how our lives appear to them. We want our lives to be living testimonies of the truth. And so we thank you, Father. We, Holy Spirit, we ask for your help in this. We ask for your help and we thank you for your help and assistance. And so I thank you, Father, for the countless individuals who will come to know you because of the example that we uh, show them. We show them who you really are. And so I thank you, Father. I thank you that the gifts of the Spirit operate. We don't just have to be in a church service for the gifts of the spirit to operate. But if we'll stay in step with the spirit, we can flow in the gifts of the spirit while we're sitting down for Christmas dinner. And if someone has a headache or someone is not feeling well, or if someone is going through some struggles or things, the Holy Spirit can reveal that to us, not to embarrass anyone, but to assist them in getting out of that. And we'll be bold enough to speak it and bold enough to pray. We'll be bold enough to lay hands on the sick and they will recover in Jesus' name. Oh, another Christmas miracle. We thank you and we praise you for it in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And for every person around the world, uh, Father, that doesn't know you, we thank you for the laborers. We thank you. Send the laborers, Father God. Stir in the hearts of people. They're looking for their purpose. They're looking, they're searching. Show them what their purpose is. And it's to go and preach the gospel to every nation, tribe, and tongue. And you said the gospel will be preached in all the world. Then the end shall come. And so we thank you, Father, that your gospel is going forth now more than ever before. We thank you, Father, that it will go forth unhindered in the name of Jesus, even to the countries who persecute and the countries who are violent towards Christians. We ask, Father God, for your assistance there in the name of Jesus, that you would shield those who know you from the authorities, from those who would have them uh, killed or have them uh, imprisoned in the name of Jesus. We thank you for miracles happening all around the world so your gospel can flow freely into these countries, into these nations, Father God. And I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for the many souls. We thank you for the many souls who are coming to know you in the name of Jesus, north, south, east, and west, every continent in the name of Jesus, every nation, hallelujah, every island, hallelujah, every tribe, glory to God, every tribe, hallelujah, every coast, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father God, every city, every town, every state, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God, every municipality. Oh, we thank you, Father, every commonwealth, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, people from every nation, tribe and tongue, confessing that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. We thank you for it. 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 <clears throat> 
will never stop thanking you for souls and will never stop praying for laborers, Father God, because we know this pleases you. We pray for every leader of every country, including the United States of America. We pray for our president and vice president. We pray for all those who are in authority in our nation and in every other nation. We lift them up to you and we ask, Father God, that you would have your way in our governments in the name of Jesus, that you would uh, uphold and, and, and promote those who know you and who are carrying out your will. And for those, Father God, who are not, you'll remove them from those places of authority and you will put in the ones who will honor you and will lead the countries into truth in the name of Jesus, your truth truth, which is the only truth. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, and we give you praise and honor and glory today for it in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. How great and glorious is our God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to pray together. And uh, just as salvation, you know, on Wednesdays we pray for salvation. Uh, just as you received salvation, you receive everything else from the Lord. So if, you know, maybe there's something else that you need, uh, you know, it, it's the time of year when uh, people are spending money, uh, you know, to buy gifts and things of that nature, and maybe the, the, the bank flow is low. Well, you are a child of God. And you have been born into the flow of abundance. You have been born into, when you were born again, you were born into the flow of his riches and glory. And so it's in you. It's not external, but it's in you. And so you can tap into the flow. It's not about trying to seek it on the outside. But if you will activate that with your confession, activate the flow of that with your confession and the same with healing, healing, you don't get it externally, it's in you. And so, uh, just as every day you wake up and you don't question whether or not you are saved because you know, you did what the word of God said for you to do. You believed in your heart, confessed it with your mouth that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God, the father, and, and that he died for your sins. You asked him to forgive you just as you know that you were born again and you don't need to pray that prayer 20,000 times one time, mean it from your heart, you're saved. And when you wake up every day, you know you're saved. No matter what happens, you know that you are born again. Well, you can know that you were born into healing, born into peace, born into prosperity, born into everything that God has authored for you. And it's on the inside of you. And so you activate that with your words by what you say, instead of saying, I need need this, or I have to have this, or I have to get this. You say it's mine. I have it now because I was born into it and you take it. You take it. It's already, you already have arrived at it, but this is how you activate the flow of it in your life. I did that this very week. 
I had symptoms in my body. I had a granddaughter who was here who has been uh, sick and, and fe high fever, one of four fever. And then, you know, my husband, same way, uh, high fever. And, uh, you know, I've been around that all week, all, you know, for the past two weeks. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I had symptoms in my body. I had fever trying to come, but I would not take it uh, because the devil will oppose what we've been born into. <clears throat> so he'll oppose us with uh, lack, uh, with sickness, with all of that. And when opposition comes, I can't change what I say. I have to continue to say what I say. And so uh, I, instead of saying, uh, ooh, my head, you know, headache or, oh my goodness, I, I, do I feel hot to you? You know, instead of saying that, I would not even, uh, I would not even acknowledge it. I wouldn't acknowledge it. And, uh, I felt I've, and, and there are times when I have acknowledged it. There are times when I have said, uh, you know, Oh, oh I, I'm so drained right now. I'm so tired. I have a fever. There are times, but for some reason this time, and as you know, the more we grow and, and the Lord's working with us on things, uh, I, I felt very strongly that I needed to stand against this. It's very busy couple weeks for me. Uh, I, you know, with the Christmas season, with all of that, the plans that I have, uh, for the church and the things I need to do, you know, I, I don't have too many backups. <laughs> I have to be present. I need to be present and I want to be present. Uh, I don't have time for that. So, and then I'm, I'm going away, uh, on a trip, uh, that I am very much looking forward to, uh, to some conferences in, in a couple weeks. And I need to be healthy and strong for that. So I, I felt strongly that no you need to take your healing and you need to stand against this and 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 continue to activate your healing and so I did and I sang I mean at the top of my lungs I sang the the more pain I felt the louder I sang praises to God and the more I I praised him and thanked him for his healing I didn't speak any type of symptom because here's the thing Sometimes you think you have the symptoms in your body and it, you really don't, but your mind's telling you, oh, they have that. I bet you, you have that now. And so that's fear. So you come against the fear, not against the sickness. Cause you don't have that sickness. It's fear that you got to come against. And so, and so I say, no, no, I don't have fear. No, no fear. There's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. I don't fear sickness or disease because I am the healed and the whole from the top of my head to the soles of my feet because Jesus bore my sickness and he carried my pain. And so I am healed. I am whole. And I wrote songs all week long about my healing and health. And I can tell you, I did what I needed to do with my vitamins, my vitamin C, my elderberry. I did what I needed to do with that. Uh, and uh, I thank God. I know his healing is working in my body and it will work in yours too. Amen. And in, in your family. So receive it today. Amen. God bless you. I love you so very much. I will see you tomorrow. We have a few days until Christmas. We'll continue talking about the birth of Jesus and we'll pray along those lines. I thank you for joining me. Thank you for your faithfulness. Be blessed in everything you do today. God bless you.